Want more Gators Breakdown? Join Gators Breakdown Plus. Starting at $3 a month, get access to unique episodes, plus a blog, chat room, giveaways, shout-outs, and more. Gators Breakdown Plus is furthering the interaction with fans and listeners like you. Head to gatorsbreakdown.supportingcast.fm to join Gators Breakdown Plus today. Gators Breakdown, because there's never a dull moment in Gator Nation. The Gators Breakdown podcast is ready to go. I'm your host, David Waters. You can find me on Twitter, at GatorDave underscore SEC. Coming at you right here, kind of reaction to the news of Patrick Tony leaving for an NFL job with the Arizona Cardinals and the Gators may have found their replacement already as well, according to reports out there. So we'll get into it right here. Uh, not too long of an episode. I'll throw some thoughts up there about Tony leaving uh, Austin Armstrong's name being linked to his replacement right now, uh, the Alabama assistant, but only for a couple few weeks there at Alabama. Nick Saban goes and gets him as he was the defensive coordinator for Southern Miss the last couple of years. So we'll get into those two storylines. We'll get into some Gators breakdown plus members thoughts as well um about this move uh for the gators kind of a surprising move this late here you know we're sitting here february 22nd late move uh for the in the coaching circles not necessarily for the nfl of course with job changes happening there uh super bowl just uh you know just over a week ago so of course you know new coaches in, in the nfl looking uh to fill out their staffs here and uh coming to the college ranks here so of course that's a, a late move in college uh, a bit after signing day and, and, and all that. So we'll get into that. Um, maybe the timing had something to do with Florida's replacement here uh, for Patrick Tony. So plenty to get into. Everybody hit that like button for the impromptu breaking news reaction episode here for Gators Breakdown. Subscribe to Gators Breakdown if you haven't done so yet. Almost 11,000 subscribers, everybody. Thank you so much for your support and growing Gators Breakdown likes and subscribes. Help it grow even more on this YouTube platform. So... All right, let's uh, Gators Breakdown Plus. Also, I mean, it's been the Discord this morning was lively <laughs> talking about this news um, and, and and just getting everybody's thoughts there. Uh, really good interaction there this morning uh, and really good conversation. So we'll get into it a, a little bit here. But man, the Discord, uh, if you want to talk to some other fellow Gator fans uh, in kind of a chat format, that's the place to do it right there. You can join Gators Breakdown Plus. Link is in the description. So. All right, let's get into it. Let's first just get to the reports here that came out late, very late, uh, Tuesday night. And from Chris Lowe from ESPN, Patrick Tony, co-DC, play caller last season for the Gators, is in negotiations to join the NFL as Arizona Cardinals as a defensive assistant. Sources tell ESPN and Florida's Billy Napier is targeting newly hired Alabama assistant Austin Armstrong as Tony's replacement. So there's the timing. There's the first report. Well, you know what? It's been pretty much confirmed since then. Bruce Feldman did tweet, Florida defensive coordinator Patrick Tony is leaving Florida to join Jonathan Gannon's staff with the Arizona Cardinals. The 32-year-old Tony is regarded by many coaches as one of the game's sharper, younger defensive minds. ESPN first reported the move. So there you go. Pretty much confirmed there because Patrick Tony's wife didn't retweeted it and basically said ready for new adventures. So the moves happening, Patrick Tony will be leaving his co-defensive coordinator role for the Gators going to the Arizona Cardinals with a staff. There's really no connection there. 
Uh, so kind of an odd move. You, in, you know, Edgar Thompson for the Orlando Sentinel tweeted it, that there's just really no connection to uh, Gannon's staff and the defensive coordinator for the Arizona Cardinals as well. So maybe somewhat of a surprising move there. Of course, no NFL experience. Patrick Tony, very young, 32 years of age. No NFL experience as you know, just a defensive coordinator uh, at Louisiana before transitioning to Florida as defensive coordinator in one year. And in one year, that was not so good. Uh, there for Patrick Tony and coming in and trying to make up for this defense under Todd Grant in the last couple of years in 2020 and 2021. That was just nowhere near what we know a Gator defense can be, should be. And I fell into the trap of, hey, it has to be better because Todd Grantham's not on the sideline and, and it wasn't. Besides turnovers, you know, the, the, the Florida defense was not much better. Um, and you look at it, of course, inherited a very bad defense. And I was, I won't necessarily say excited, but certainly intrigued with, with him going into his second year as defensive coordinator, the experience hopefully paying off in year one, more players that he recruited in his, in, in the first recruiting cycle, getting on the field in a really good defensive class, uh, 2023 as well. You know, what improvements could be made in year two of Patrick Tony with the, with the experience of year one, hopefully paying off, hopefully, um, the, 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 the bad that was there, the negative that was there, that he could learn from it and really take a needed huge step in, in, in year two as defensive coordinator of Florida. And we were talking on Gators Breakdown Plus Discord yesterday, uh, you know, kind of just looking forward to spring uh, and maybe looking forward to the 2023 season. And a lot of quarterback talks saying, and of course, a, a lot of it hinges on uh, Billy Napier making sure Graham Mertz is the, is the quarterback to um, – you know, carry the offense, uh, but I, I responded, and this was just yesterday. I'm more interested in the defense, uh, and we we'll go back to 2020 and Florida's defense or Florida's offense with Kyle Trask, Kadarius Tony, Kyle Pitts hardly could be stopped. But you lose four games because of a defense that just could not help the offense. So even quarterback play with Grant Mertz could be better this year. But with what we've seen from the defense the last few years. That was what I was most intrigued with, and that was something I think Billy Napier and Patrick Tony had to get fixed coming up this year. Well, it looks like Patrick Tony will not be part of that, but that doesn't fix the the issues that hey, this defense needs to get fixed no matter who is defensive coordinator, co defensive coordinator. Uh, you know, Billy Napier has to make sure that the defense gets fixed, and we'll get into that in just a bit with the replacement here. But I mean, Patrick Tony, of course, did not inherit a, a good defense, but last season still. 97th in total defense, 5.92 yards per play, 411 yards per game. The Gators were third worst in college football and third down. As opponents converted 49.7% in 2022. So the defense, you know, as I said, besides turnovers, not much better. Not much better in Patrick Tony's one season. So, look, that led to, you know, to, Fan base, a lot of the fan base already ready to move on uh, because you know, just the, the thought of having another bad defense with no improvement. Uh, and that's exactly what we saw. Uh, fan base not happy. A lot of the fan base not happy. Most still ready to see what Patrick Tony could do in year two. Uh, but some, some I know, I, I hear you out there, we're ready, all ready to move on uh, from Patrick Tony given what we saw last year and very, very little improvement, if any at all, uh, in this Gator defense. So, Move will be made uh, right there. Patrick Tony now leaving to go to the NFL Arizona Cardinals. Um, so, you know, good recruiter, 
so far in the, in the two cycles there for Patrick Tony has brought in some good defensive players. Uh, and you know, talking about um, recently and maybe why this is maybe not such a surprise, he had interest uh, in the opening of the defensive coordinator there at Baylor. Uh, and talking about, you know, the fan base kind of be some of the fan base being kind of done with Patrick Tony. Um, his wife certainly saw it on social media. And um, from what we can gather, and there's no secret out there right now, not necessarily a huge fan of uh, what has transpired since Patrick Tony has been defensive coordinator as far as maybe fan interaction goes uh, and maybe ready to get out of Gainesville. Um, did, did that play a part? As I said, you know, there was no connection with the Arizona Cardinals staff and he's going there anyway. Does that play a part in Patrick Tony wanting to leave Florida, maybe get out of Gainesville uh, for uh, you know the 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 interaction with the fan base? Uh, maybe not the best uh, right there. Uh, look, but you know, criticism was certainly warranted. I was, as I said, maybe higher on defense than I should have been. Just thought it would be quote unquote an instant fix, just because he's taking over for Todd Grantham. And hey, can't be any worse than that. Well, you know, yes, there were. Some players, I mean, we saw mass exodus uh, on this team. A lot of players on that defensive side of the ball that were probably going to be pretty tough to knock out the routine that they were used to, some of the bad habits they may have been used to under the previous staff. But there's just very little to point to as far as improvement goes. So I know a lot of you out there, I've seen the comments this does not really hurt you all that much. <laughs> uh, so uh, when, it, when it comes to Patrick Tony leaving, I was, like I said, intrigued, willing, maybe a little more slanted more toward positive that maybe year two could be better, but not necessarily a slam dunk. Um, so disappointed with what we saw on, on defense last year, but I was kind of excited for some of the players, and those same players are going to be here. And the defense, if... And we'll kind of transition here. If Austin Armstrong is the guy, the defense really won't be changing. Won't be changing all that much scheme-wise uh, and, and all that. I know I saw Princely uh, tweet you know, a new playbook. I don't think it's going to be all that new um, given Austin Armstrong's history. As I said, you know, going back to the report there, he was the name that has come up as a replacement here for Patrick Tony. And let's go read his bio because he was just hired at Alabama as in a linebacker coach, making the transition from defensive coordinator the last couple of years at Southern Miss. Nick Saban hires him on his Alabama staff to coach the inside linebackers. Uh, the bio says, joined Alabama staff after serving as defensive coordinator at Southern Miss for the past two seasons, where he was the youngest defensive coordinator in the FBS. So Patrick Tony, very young in the coaching ranks. And then looks like now, um, and we'll see what the roles are uh, when, when this happens, but at least DC co-DC here for Austin Armstrong will still be one of the youngest defensive coordinators in the country. Uh, the Southern Miss defense known as the nasty bunch during Armstrong's tenure ranked sixth in the Sun Belt in scoring defense, 23 and a half points per game. It marked that rank 45th nationally in 2022. The Golden Eagles were third nationally in tackles for loss per game, 8.3. So get behind the line of scrimmage because that also translates to fifth in sacks, 3.38, and seventh in interceptions with 17. So in the, there in the Sun Belt, Southern Miss's first year in the Sun Belt, 
with those tackles for loss, sacks, interception stats. Southern Miss was also a third and fourth down conversion defense. Becoming a little more important as teams go for it on fourth down. But I got some uh, other stats coming up for you here that I looked up uh, according to team rankings. But let's finish this bio right quick. Uh, the Golden Eagles held their opponents to under 100 yards rushing in seven games out of 24 games, counting his two years there, during Armstrong's tenure and registered the program's first shutout since 2017 and a 37-0 win over Grambling in 2021. Four of his defensive players share honorable mention All-Conference USA in 2021. As I said, Southern Miss made the transition from Conference USA 2021 to 2022, then being in the Sun Belt. Uh, let's see. Um, yeah, four of his defensive players earned honorable mention All-Conference USA in 2021, uh, including defensive lineman Josh Carr, uh, linebacker Sancho Latham, Hayes Maples, and defensive back Malik Shorts. Seven USM defenders are, earned All-Sunbelt recognition in 2022. Um, so, And then Armstrong, go back to 2020. This is where the connection to Billy Napier comes from. So last two years... 2022, 2021, defensive coordinator at USM. But before that, spent the 2020 year as the inside linebackers coach at Louisiana where the Raging Cajuns were nationally ranked and the defense held three top five national rankings through the end of the regular season, including number two and passes intercepted. So, you know, he's been involved in defenses that, you know, with his two defenses at Southern Miss creating turnovers, interceptions, and also back to Louisiana Day under Patrick Toney in 2020, creating interceptions. So going back to that 2020 season, the Raging Cajuns, he's part of this defense that held three top five national rankings to the end of the regular season, number two in passes intercepted, number three in defensive passing efficiency, number four in passing yards allowed per game, in addition to ranking number 31 in total defense. That was Patrick Tony's first year as defensive coordinator at Louisiana. So there's a connection to Billy Napier and probably why this kind of happened so fast. Billy Napier um, knowing about Armstrong, of course, coaching with him previously. There as a on-field coach in 2020, but that was not his first stint at Louisiana. Working backwards here, before 2020... It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. In 2019, he was at Georgia, where he worked as a defensive quality control coach, assisting Kirby Smart squad. Of they uh, in, in 2019 climbed his number high in the national number three in the national ranking. So he was with Kirby Smart in that Georgia defense in 2019. But before that, that was his first stint at Louisiana. It was a great defensive graduate assistant with the Raging Cajuns for the 2017 and 2018 seasons. So Billy Napier held on to him. Because 2018 was Billy Napier's first season. He held on to Armstrong in, in his first year there as head coach. So there's the history. Billy Napier and Armstrong started at Louisiana. Kept him 
for his first staff. He went to Georgia in 2019, came back as an on-field coach, coaching inside linebackers for Billy Napier at Louisiana in 2020. So, football scoop. I, I went back and looked. Trying to do some more research for this episode a bit. Not deep and heavy, more of a reaction, but trying to bring some more here in football scoop. Uh, of course, their reputation of being you know, really into connections with coaches. So this was right before uh, the hiring at Alabama. Fast-rising Austin Armstrong, one of college football's top young defensive coaches, strong candidate for role at Alabama. Austin Armstrong eyeing new role with major college football power after pursuit from multiple programs. Uh, so I'm going to just go read this article here from Football Scoop. A couple years ago, when Will Hall hired Austin Armstrong, made history as college football's youngest defensive coordinator at the football bowl subdivision level. Now Armstrong, who's engineered a remarkable defensive turnaround as the defensive coordinator at Southern Miss, is poised for a career leap that is going to resonate through college football. Multiple sources tell Football Scoop that Armstrong is a strong candidate to join the staff at Alabama after consecutive years running the Golden Eagles' nasty bunch defense. Southern Miss saw its first defense under Armstrong in 2021 rank among the most improved units in college football. The Eagles' top um, stop unit climbed 18 spots from 60th to number 42 in total defense. His group was top 10 in FBS and first downs allowed in red zone defense, ranking second and sixth respectively. This past season saw Southern Miss continue its defensive renaissance under Armstrong. The Golden Eagles jumped to top six in the Sun Belt Conference in scoring average, 23.5 points per game. That was good enough for 45th nationally. For context, Southern Miss ranked 86 in 2020 in scoring defense when it allowed an average of more than 32 points per game. Armstrong shaved off nearly five points in 2021 when the Golden Eagles allowed less than 28 points per game and then nearly another five this past season. Uh, I'll show you some of those stats. Uh, team rankings does a little bit different. Only includes games, FBS versus FBS, so taking out the cupcake games. Um, so I'll show you those stats here. But here's what um, caught my attention for this football scoop article. With one college football source this week in Charlotte, North Carolina, at the AFCA convention, calling Armstrong, quote, perhaps a young Kirby Smart. It's a notion that might not be far-fetched. Armstrong has coached under both Smart and Dan Lanning during his graduate assistant days at Georgia and includes shared history with Will Hall at the NCAA Division II program, West Georgia. So, high praise. Patrick Tony also had the high praise of a young up-and-comer, and that didn't play immediate dividends in SEC football. But he was a former top assistant on Billy Napier's record-breaking Louisiana staffs. This article goes on to say, so the interest is there, the connection's there, probably why this happened so fast. And as I said, this look, we're at February 22nd right now. Timing is a little weird in the college football calendar. I don't think you want to completely blow it up on defensive side of the ball. So there's some familiarity here. Um, there's not much difference in a scheme from Florida's defense to Georgia's defense, of course, personnel tendencies be or maybe may a little different with the type of personnel. But at the base of it, those defenses very, very similar. And then the history and learning at Louisiana 
under Billy Napier, defensive staff there, this is going to be pretty much the same defense. So you're not going to blow it up, especially this late. Spring practice starting in a week or two. I mean, you're not going to completely blow it up. So the familiarity probably plays a part there. I know there's some other replacements out there, some other big names out there that fans maybe want to see on the sideline. Jeff Collins is the first name that pops up because he doesn't have a job right now. Fired from Georgia Tech last season. And heard this morning that he declined the job. And we'll see how so I can follow up more on that. Uh, but that did come out from, I heard it from a couple places. Um, that maybe had Florida, Florida side of interest, but maybe Jeff Collins not having that interest. And in, I mean, look, I'm sure, and I have to ask around maybe for the Alabama side of it. I mean, Alabama had a defensive coordinator opening within the last month and went and got Kevin Steele from Miami. I'm sure they had interest in Jeff Collins. He's not coaching there either. So maybe enjoying that buyout money from Georgia Tech and getting fired last season. Charlie Strong's name, of course, has come up, and I'm kind of just over that. Uh, I don't see him as the same defensive coordinator he was when Florida's hoisting crystal balls and winning national championships. Maybe still a good recruiter. But I, just, I, I don't see trying to recreate the 2006-2008 magic of, uh, of Charlie Strong as a defensive coordinator of Florida. We haven't seen him be part of a good defense in quite some time. Now, he hasn't been strictly a defensive coordinator, on Miami staff last year, part of Alabama staff before that as an analyst. I mean, Alabama just had an opening, as we, as we said. So they went and tried to pull, I mean, they went and pulled Kevin Still, not Charlie Strong, for the opening at Alabama, Nick Saban. That's what, that's what he did. Went and pulled Kevin Still. Miami didn't promote Charlie Strong as defensive coordinator. It's not like big programs are falling all, all, all over themselves to go get Charlie Strong. Now, this probably can be considered somewhat, just because of the relationship, a safe hire for Billy Napier, but not safe because it is a risk. Two, deep, two years is a very, a very young co-DC, DC. We'll see how it shakes out with the staff because what does this move mean for Florida staff. I mean, he has a background, Armstrong does, of coaching linebackers. So what does that mean for Jay Bateman on staff where recruiting has certainly turned around at the linebacker spot? I thought Ventro Miller and I mean the linebackers last year, Amari Bernie was a better linebacker than he had been at any point in his career. I thought the coaching was okay from Bateman. Recruiting for the 23 cycle could have been much better, but off to a great start in 24. I'm okay with Bateman staying on staff, but how does it affect this with Armstrong having the experience at linebacker? Now with Patrick Tony leaving, he was coaching safeties at the same time. Does that mean Corey Raymond now coaches cornerback and safeties? Is that too much responsibility? He's done it before at LSU. I think it's leaning that way right now, but will Armstrong have any input? So how does this affect Florida's current staff? I mean, I don't think, you, especially right now, want a whole bunch of upheaval. But is Armstrong going to want his own guys in? But I'm not sure you're going to upgrade the defensive staff that Florida currently has. 
And Mike Pete's name probably gets thrown in there a little bit too, but a more outside linebacker role for him. So I'm not sure it really affects him all that much. So I think it's the chain reaction of how it would, would safety coach now being open. You know, does I'm looking at it probably as just coming in as co DC, keeping the co DC with Sean Spencer, and he still coaches the defensive line. Corey Raymond takes over the whole secondary. He comes in Armstrong with no position designation and just comes in with the co defensive coordinator title. And so we'll see what that means, but certainly not a big name hire. Certainly not that, but let's go to the Discord. I asked for Gators Breakdown Plus members' reaction to Tony leaving, Armstrong possibly being the next DC. That's the name that's out there right now. Swagadelic says, another young, cheap, unproven, hopefully diamond in the rough Florida coach. At some point, one of these have to pan out. Yep. That's certainly true. I mean, it is a risk here. There is some familiarity with the staff. There should be some familiarity with the defense for the players with spring practice just around the corner. But yeah, certainly young, certainly cheaper. Yeah, unproven. I mean, it does say a little bit of something for Alabama and Nick Saban to go hire him as inside linebacker coach. And the thought there is, uh, they brought in Kevin Steele. Of course, he's probably not going to be coaching much longer. The thought is, reading some of Alabama boards, talking to some others, that maybe Armstrong being groomed to take over when Kevin Steele ends up leaving Alabama. That seems to be the prevailing thought there. So Nick Saban hiring. Timothy Carter says, not even a fan, not a fan, even a bit. Uh, back to Swagadelic, it's like he says, um, it's not like Tony showed us anything last year. Not sure there was any improvement in any category at all. Had he done something, anything, then maybe this move would seem more concerning. Back to Timothy, he says, sounds like a safe hire, and that's the last thing Napier needs. And it was brought up. Uh, I'm trying to keep up with the names here. It was brought back by Z. Diego. How is it a safe hire? Uh, and you guys in the comments says Austin Armstrong now official. So there we go. So all right, so I gotta. Probably go back to Twitter and and see that. But uh, it can't be said, you know, how is this a safe hire? But it's like it pretty pretty much is a definition of boomer bust hire. Quick rising big name, but hasn't proved much of anything. Zlat and Diego. I'm, I'm hoping I'm saying that name right. <laughs> it's the username, so kind of hard to, to put it together, though. But Timothy did respond with safe because it's a familiar hire of a guy who has previously coached with Napier, runs the same defense as Tony, but right. Huge boomer bust potential. And what can Napier afford? You know, in, the, in year two. 
Um, let's see. Gator guys, 43. Safe for Napier not having to work too hard to bring this guy on. So a big name among people who haven't made a big name. Yeah, pretty much. Like I said, well thought of. Um, Southern Gator did respond with, you know, it's two weeks before spring camp. You know, of course, it, does that mess with the timing of trying to go get a bigger name here? As I said, if there were, I guess I'll call them rumors of Jeff Collins turning down the job. Well, it looks like you tried to go get maybe a bigger name here. Would have been the home run hire, given his history at Florida and what we know about him. But at the point right now, are you really going to go out? I mean, that would, that would be installing a new defense somewhat. A lot of modern defenses are very similar now. I don't think Jeff Collins would come in here and reinvent the wheel. But it's certainly not a reinvention of the wheel by bringing Armstrong on. So I think timing does play a lot here. And, you know, could Billy Napier afford a upheaval and overhaul in defense going into his second season where this defense absolutely has to get better? But I tend to believe Armstrong would have been near the top of the list either way, given the history and given probably some of the coaching relationships between Napier, the Bama staff, the Georgia staff, he's probably pretty highly thought of. Let's see. Trying to go through some more of the comments here. We get his breakdown plus members. Let's see. Trying to get his name right. Sabizi. Um, watching the interview there with Armstrong felt like I was watching a coach's son talk live on, on live TV. Really hope he's a smart dude when it comes to this football stuff. But we heard that about Tony as well. Only thing keeping me somewhat sane is the fact that Napier does it does seem like a calculated guy. So if he trusts a guy, I'll trust a guy till given a reason not to. And Napier should know in year two, he really cannot afford to bring someone in as bad or worse than Tony could be detrimental to his career. If the move goes south. Time will tell. Yep. <laughs> I completely agree. You know, this is a, a big, you know, Florida cannot go another year. It would be 2020, 2021, 2022. Cannot go 2023 and have another awful defense. 2018, bouncing back from the Jim McElwain year and Grant, Grantham's first year. Okay, defense was better. In 2019, could have been better in, in, in bigger games, the LSU game, the Georgia game uh, in 2019. But all in all, still an, you know, an okay defense, but then fell off a cliff in 2020. It has not been the same since. Cannot go 2023, and we're a year from now talking about another terrible defense. It, it can't, it, Billy Napier has to make sure this higher hits, and it has to hit immediately. See a lot about, I see on the YouTube chat a lot of talk about you know Corey Raymond um, and his role, of course. I believe he's assistant coach. Has, he has that label uh, on him instead of a co-DC moniker. And coaches play, staff play, head coaches play, programs play with the titles here for, for money, roles. 
I'm sure Corey Raymond has a lot of insight on this on, on how the defense works, and probably now even more, even more so with this move. But it is interesting. I saw you know Derek Cruz put up you know why agreeing with uh, Hammerhead. Why not Corey, Corey Raymond promoted? It's a good question. I mean, he was never promoted at LSU. Comes to Florida, has the assistant coach title. You know, is he happy with that? Does he want to be a defensive coordinator? I mean, that, I think it. Raised, I, I don't know enough about that situation to know if he wants to be or not. But it didn't happen at LSU either. He was passed over for defensive coordinator positions there at the same time. Then comes to Florida. So, I mean, it makes you wonder, what does he want? Uh, Mariah Carter, do we think anyone transfers out because of this? Um, not sure. We'll go through spring football first. Uh, so... Definitely expected some transfers to probably happen anyway. Um, given guys who go through spring practice and maybe not satisfied with how much playing time they're getting or where they're at on the depth chart. So that could happen. Could this cause a couple of more? Certainly. Uh, it, it could. Maybe they like the new guy more and no change happens. Like I said, the defense is not really going to change all that much, in my opinion. Not this late, not with spring practice on the horizon, not given the history between Napier and Armstrong. But yeah, Bull Gator brings up the point. Shamar James, certainly very, very close to Patrick Tony. Um, big part in his recruitment. So I think it can't have a, an effect, but no, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. I think it's certainly worth keeping an eye on. All right. So I see some comments here. So let me go through here. All about Blake saying Pigler gone too. Uh, okay, I'm not. I'm not seeing that quickly on Twitter. But if you could put me in the direction of that, please do so. I won't be here on. I won't be on here too much longer. Um, but I think it's worth bringing up. Brandon McStay um, brings it up here. All I want is press coverage, more aggressiveness on play calls, defensive line, uh, weak point. Didn't bring any heat from anywhere else. Yeah, Brandon, I, I, I think there is a reputation here for a little more aggressiveness from Armstrong. And let me, I forgot, let me throw these numbers up. Uh, and for what he did at Southern Miss. And he took over in 2021. And there was some improvement for that defense, but nothing that really kind of just stands out. You know, eye-popping turnarounds, not necessarily. So in 2020, Southern Miss, before this is a year before Armstrong gets there, gives up 34.4 points per game. That ranks 92nd. He did improve it by about four points. That ranked 88th, but then improve it again 
in 2022, this past season. So in 2020, before he gets there, 34.4. Then it goes down to 30 and a half in 2021. Then it goes down even more, down to 24.7. And that was good for 44th. So the rank went from 92nd the year before him to 88th in points per game to 44th in points per game. So big improvement in points per game in the two years Armstrong was there at Southern Miss. Now, remember, there was a transition from Conference USA to the Sun Belt, uh, and definitely not uh, the same. Uh, people probably will compare Patrick Tony's success as defensive coordinator at Louisiana, where they recruited very well for a Sun Belt team. You know, not necessarily the same when looking at Louisiana compared to Southern Miss here. Um, looking at yards per game, the year before Armstrong gave up 427.2. That was good for 80th. Immediate improvement to 378.4. That ranked 55th. Did fall back a little bit this past year from 378.4 to 384.8. So that went from 55th ranked in 2021 to 65th ranked. In 2022, where it did fall a little bit as far as improvement goes from taking over. In 2020, Southern Miss, 5.8 yards per play. That was good for 83rd. In 2021, went up 0.1, 5.9 to 98. So about the same, but then a big jump in improvement. From 2021 to 2022. Went from 5.9 to 5.3 in 2022. That was good for a rank improvement from 98 to 51. And then third down defense, big time improvement comparatively to where Southern Miss was in 2020. They were giving up 50% of third downs in 2020. That was good for 119th, one of the worst in the country. Improved that to 39.6 in 2021. That was good for 69th. And then another marginal improvement last year, 37.8. That was good for 54th in the country. So like I said, nothing really, I mean, the, the improvement stands out, but the overall, you know, high rank, you're not finding anything top 10, top 50. But to make that big of improvement is kind of rare. And it's probably especially at the level of, of Sunbelt here right away. Yep, and then and there it is. Do see it, yeah. 24-7 put out William Piegler, tight ends coach there, moving, moving on from the Gators. So we'll see what that report says. Uh, Jacob Rudner here reporting. Um, there He's moving on per multiple sources, told Swamp 24-7. Piegler informed his players of the development Wednesday morning. So, of course... Just under two weeks and making a move here. Uh, so we'll see what that means. So now tight ends coach for the Gators. And, you know, I don't think a huge loss here. Now he was the you know, running backs coach for Michigan State a couple years ago, had some success, comes to Florida's tight ends coach. I mean, this is not a huge miss or, or, or anything here. Um, here for Patrick Tony or for William Pigler, not necessarily a shot at him, was willing to see what happens. With all, with all this staff, you know, year ones can be weird. How would they adjust to year two? It doesn't mean there's a big loss here, though. So we'll see what this means for Florida staff. But, yeah, William Pigler now moving on as well, according to Jacob Rudner of Swamp 
So some coaching moves happening. Coaching moves late. That's probably the biggest surprise here is that they're happening late. Um, and what is, I guess what does this mean for the defensive staff too? I think we probably have to... Uh, it's like, okay, and Bull Gator, Matt Zinnett says Pigler also leaving for the Cardinals to Arizona. So I don't know what the connection is there. We'll have to, we'll have to see what that means. But I see everybody bringing up Jawan Sider's name. <laughs> I know that was very popular thought uh, within the last couple of months there on Gators Breakdown Plus and his name and maybe some possible interest. A year ago, the move wasn't the right time. Uh, can a move be made now? Is it still right now? As I said, at least for this cycle, maybe too late for some, for some moves uh, here. But we'll see what that means. I know that name was coming around a lot in the last couple of months. So there we go. Some more news to keep following up on. But there you go. A little bit of reaction here. A little bit of news here on this episode of Gators Breakdown with Patrick Tony leaving the Gators, going to the Arizona Cardinals, and now William Pigler as well. But Austin Armstrong being the name. Did we confirm that too, by the way? I guess I need to look that up. As we're here live. I mean, look, this is what happens with live news going on and trying to get you guys something early in this day. But, yep, on three report. Yeah, from Corey Bender. There we go. Gators have landed their new defensive coordinator and Alabama assistant, Austin Armstrong. Yeah, everybody. Austin, Adam Rittenberg of ESPN also reporting it now, too. So there we go. News happening right here. Never a dull moment, huh? I mean, we just kind of got through recruiting just a bit. And Hey, look, even going back to the last episode that we just cut last night. <laughs> Will Miles and I about the defensive board for 24, uh, 2024. Does it change all that much? Eh, probably not too much, especially for the top of the board. Now, you know, top of the board, probably not going to change all that much, but does some of the other players further down the board change? But there we go. There we go. But yeah, the, the timing of it, I, I think. And of course, I, I know Alabama just had a defensive coordinator opening. They landed with Kevin Steele, which I don't think was at the top of Nick Saban's list. That that hire took a while. And that probably tells me something about Jeff Collins. And, and like, I don't know if there was a connection there. I mean, he, he coached for Saban in his first year at Alabama in 2007. I mean, Collins was a, you know, a, I think a grad assistant or you know, not not an own field role, uh, I, I believe there at Alabama, and then left after 2007, become went on to become a good defensive coordinator. Um, but there was a connection there, uh, and I was surprised. You know, I didn't hear more traction for his name for the Alabama job. But Alabama just had an opening and just settled. I, I think in some ways settled on Kevin Steele, and the word is we're grooming Armstrong here to take over. At some point, of course, things can change throughout times and maybe he impresses more and goes somewhere else to take a role or maybe he doesn't impress as much and Alabama goes on to change if that is the plan.
But something we were talking about on the D, uh, the Gator Breakdown Plus Discord, Bull Gator bring it up here too. Uh, Armstrong's defense gave up a lot of big plays on the ground and in the air, uh, but lots of sacks and tackles for loss, but still middle of the pack at the G5 level. So, look, I'm not trying to sell you on the hire. I, you know, the reputation's good around the coaching circles, it seems to be. Um, defensive coordinator, but kind of going back to the Alabama, just had an opening for defensive coordinator, brought him in as inside linebacker coach, maybe to get groomed, but didn't bring him as, didn't bring him in as defensive coordinator. And then, you know, Florida is bringing him in as their new defensive coordinator. You know, so if you want to compare, maybe not quite at the stature to take over at Alabama as defensive coordinator, but Florida's bringing him in for that role. Uh, let's see. From the report from On3, Austin Armstrong is indeed leaving Alabama and taking the defensive coordinator job at Florida. Armstrong Southern Miss D.C. the last two years prior to joining Bama staff in January. So, so there we go. All right. Hope you got caught up. Who knows how fast this news is going to change? Uh, but also, you know, going back to you can still, I think the targets for the last episode of Gators Breakdown in 2024 defense, I still think going to still hold a lot of weight, but probably will change a bit. We'll change a bit. But there were some early names anyway. We knew it was going to change, but didn't necessarily know it was going to change probably because of a defensive coordinator change. So the, the, the timing of this is a little odd of, of these coaching moves, but for the said now we're on the NFL calendar here, and that's why these that's why these moves are happening. They're not going to other colleges; they're going to going on to the NFL. I'd like to see what the co- connection is to, to Arizona, though. It's the uh, far as we know, no connection for Tony Pigler. I'll have to go research that, but very interesting either way. But all right, there we go. There we go. That'll do it for this episode of Gators Breakdown. Getting you caught up on the latest news here for coaching changes for the Gators. Be sure to give us a follow on Twitter at GatorDave underscore SEC. Like if you haven't done so yet. Subscribe if you haven't done so yet. That'll do it for this episode of Gators Breakdown. Everybody, thank you for checking it out. And I'll see you on the next episode.